Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still very much knee-deep in tech, and this is the first of several pre-Ignite episodes. Yep. So where do we begin the whole Ignite thing? What What is it about? What are we going to talk about? And more specifically, what are we going to talk about this time? This time we're going to give our best tips for how to plan your trip, how to pack for your trip, and really how to get to Ignite so and, and from Ignite. So basically plan, travel, and pack. Yeah. All but right. first of all, what, what's Ignite? What is Ignite? I'm very happy you asked the question. Yeah. Ignite is a huge conference, uh, 25,000 people, give or take. I would say more than that, really? close to 30,000. Wow, a lot of people. Yeah, and that on top of that is Microsoft staff. True, on top of that is Microsoft staff and friends and family. And purple shirts. Purple shirts? You are aware of the purple shirts. I have no idea what you're talking about. All the people helping out at the conference. Oh, yeah, the, right. The, the, the helpers. The main, yeah, the helpers. So yep. the minions. That's so a huge shout out to them. Yeah. Without them, this could not be done. No, they, they are absolutely essential yep. to making this work as well as it does. Essential and awesome. Yeah. And you always get a smile on your face when one of them tells you, good morning, time for breakfast. Yep. Good or people. Whatever. Good yep. people. It is a huge conference on the whole Microsoft stack. Yeah. Everything Microsoft is there. It is the main Microsoft conference of the year. Yeah, the main customer-focused Microsoft conference, True. even though there are a couple of thousand partners there as well. Yep. And it is held this year at the... Orlando... No, the Orange County Orange, Convention Center exactly. in Orlando. In Orlando, exactly. Yes, so the Sunshine State. Yeah. And apparently it's the second largest convention center in the U.S., I think so, yeah. I think it McCormick is... McCormick is the largest one in oh, Chicago, yeah. I thought the one in, in um, San Francisco was no. larger. Oh, cool. No. McCormick. Right. But it's still a huge venue. Uh, I do believe that the the south, south building of OCCC probably is the largest indoor exhibition space in the US. But cool. combined, McCormick is larger, if I remember correctly. Cool. I'm actually going to McCormick in April yeah, for Star Wars celebration, but yep. that's that's a different story. Yeah. Okay. So so so, so the plan we're we're going to release about five of ish. these episodes yep. to help you prepare, regardless if you're a first time attendee, or as we are, TechEd and Ignite alumni. Yep. Veterans. Veterans. On that. And that's the thing. You can always learn something new. Yeah. And there is always new and exciting ways to screw things up. Yep. Take and that from me. I'm a <laughs> pro. <laughs> and we will uh, add a number of notes yeah, to these show notes, show notes to these, uh, these uh, podcasts as well. And if you have anything to add, please feel free to reach out to us and we'll add that to the show notes. Absolutely. This, this, is, this is important stuff. Yep. So before you actually travel, what do you need... For say visas and and passports and stuff like that, depending on where you're from, you're going to be faced with an easy way to get the U.S. or a slightly harder way to get the yeah. U.S. 
And as we are Europe-based, mm. we need to have a passport, of course, and we need to apply for an ESTA. An ESTA, to be very, very specific here, is not necessarily something that is European only. It no. is specific countries yeah. uh, that are part of the ESTA uh, visa, waiver, visa waiver program. That's yeah. the way to pronounce it. Exactly. And we are, as we uh, are uh, Swedes, we are part of ESTA, meaning that we don't need a visa, but we need to have an ESTA application and, yep. and, and a cleared ESTA application before we get on the plane. Yep. So ensure to have a valid passport. Yep. And this was something that changed a couple of years ago, I, if I remember correctly. Previously, you were required to have a passport that expired six months after or something like that. Yes. You are not required to have that today. No, but keep in mind that you might have issues in U.S. immigrations if you arrive on a temporary passport. Yes, the the um, bright red ones that you get when you realize that you have forgotten your passport. We actually had a colleague that did that. He didn't have a passport, didn't have an ESTA one day prior to leaving to for the U.S. Did but he, he he made it there and he made it back. Wow. Yep. That's impressive. Considering the, the ESTA usually takes a couple of days. Yeah, don't try that. No, don't, <laughs> top tip, don't try that. <laughs> All so, right. Um, other, if you haven't booked your flights already, which I bet many of you that are listening have done, mm. but if you haven't done that or for next year, my recommendation would be to try, if, if you need to change flights mm -hmm. to get to Orlando, which we are required to do, yeah, we we're flying gonna, we're to gonna Amsterdam. To switch. switch. Yep. Uh, try to change in Europe because that will make it a lot easier for you and you will, won't get stressed for time if you end up in the wrong queue at immigration in the US. Correct. And why is this? Well, it is because of you are required to pick up your luggage at the first port of entry into the US. Yep. So if you need to switch airplanes, say you land in Chicago and you need to fly, you need to keep, keep going to Orlando, then you need to pick up your luggage in Chicago, check it back in, yep. and then get on your flight. If you switch aircraft in Europe, your baggage is going to be cleared all the way to your final destination. Yep. And, and we haven't tried this, but you could also fly via Dublin. You could. There you have the pre-clearance. It's the only place in the world at at this moment that has yep. TSA pre-clearance. And apparently Stockholm is supposed to get yep. the next they one. Are, they are. But, well, apart from the uh, the signing in 2017, I think nothing has like happened. Nope. No. So, from a flight perspective, that's what you need to think about, hmm. I would say. Yep. And as always, be there on time. Don't do weird stuff at the yep. airport. Check your baggage allowance. Check your baggage allowance. Definitely. Yep. All right. Speaking of, of baggage. <laughs> and we have a lot of that. <laughs> we have a lot of that, yes. There are things that seem to happen to luggage and baggage when you get to Ignite. What is this? They tend to expand. <laughs> they, they sure do. Uh, and it depends on the level of... Um, Trying to find a good word for this. I think a good word would be geekiness. Yeah. I usually leave Sweden with somewhere around 12 kilos mm. or something like that. And 
to be clear, it's about half the uh, maximum allowance. Yeah. I always struggle to get back home. Within the clearance. Yeah. Mm. Which you is 23 kilos for us. Yeah. You will probably pick up a lot of giveaways, uh-huh. t-shirts. Uh-huh. Most people do some shopping. Yep. Um, and it, it it tends to fill up your luggage. It does. And it tends to fill up your luggage with more stuff than you could ever imagine. Yeah. So considering that it doesn't cost anything more to check a huge bag than it does a big bag. Yeah. Provided it's within the, the maximum size limits. I'd say go for the bigger bag. The bigger bag. Yes. And while we're speaking of of shopping and stuff, don't bring uh, clothes for all the days. No. You will pick up a large number of t-shirts if you like to. Sure. And if you feel comfortable wearing that. Sure. Um, I usually bring less shirts than I I would need Mm. um, because I, I won't use them all and I will pick up t-shirts that I would like to have on some of the days as well. Yeah, good stuff. Um, So that's something. Other than that, keep in mind that it will probably be warm. Very warm. We had 35 degrees Celsius last year. That's about 90. That's around 90 to 92, 93. Um, So it will be warm outside. Mm. But... It will be cold inside. Yes. The contrast is huge. Much bigger than most um, Europeans, I'd say, are used to. Yeah. And also the the humidity will Mm. change and vary quite a lot. Yes. Uh, Both outside, depending on the weather, but also going from outside to inside and vice versa. Yeah. So bring summer clothes, but also bring... One or two sweaters. Sure, uh, yeah, a sweater or a um, light jacket yeah. might be a, a good idea. And it, it will feel cold in the evenings yeah. as well, Yeah, even though it isn't. Yeah. Um, and the most... If, if you're only listening to five seconds of this episode, the one thing you need to have is good shoes. I second that. Good shoes. You're going to yep. be walking a lot more yep. than you think. And if you buy new shoes, ensure to try them on, walk break a couple of miles. Yeah. Break, break them in before break you them get in. there. Yep. Because otherwise you are going to be a walking um, display case of blisters. Yep. Which is not a good thing. Nope. So other good things to bring... Um, Considering the fact that it is going to be very sunny, yep. it is... Again, Florida, duh. Uh, I would recommend a cap or a hat. Yeah. A ball cap or a hat. I always wear a hat back home. And I've realized that I don't like to have sun uh, sun straight on my head. Yep. So that's that's probably a good thing. And again, speaking of sun, sunscreen. Yep. Uh, we prissy Europeans, especially we prissy <laughs> Nordics. Uh, we, we just burst into flame whenever there is an actual sun. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to go for sunscreen because otherwise I'm going to be um, the same color as a lobster. Yeah, probably. Mm. And of course, the uh, the whole thing with the big bag. A big bag can lead to big problems when you uh, stuff it full of loot. Yeah. <laughs> so bring a set of bag scales. Yeah. Good quality digital 
bag scales is my recommendation. And make sure that you're within a couple of hundred grams. Yeah. Because it's not that exact. And even if your scale is bang on, I can guarantee you that the scale at the airport is going to be off by 200 grams. Yep. And they're going to say that you're overweight. And yeah, you're going to pay. Yep. Or you will be, as I did in Houston a number of years ago, you'll be standing there trying to decide which pair of shoes you're going to throw away. Ouch. Yeah. That's not a fun experience. I would imagine. And I would actually, something I learned there, the scales they had at that airport were in pounds. So I had no clue oh, right. about how much I was <laughs> were supposed to remove from my luggage. Yep. So try to be understand the pound or the non-met the imperial system. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> as well. Yep. So what do we need more? Um well it turns out that there is a slight difference between the um voltage <laughs> slightly <laughs> yeah yeah between the us and and europe yep so make sure that your chargers your phone chargers and, and battery chargers or whatever you have is rated for 110 volts yep not all of them are many of them are but not all of them are and of course the the plugs are different as well yep. so grab several i'd say yeah of converters i i usually bring three or four to be honest because i will leave some uh, in my room i will bring some of them to the conference mm. i usually bring more gadgets than i need so i need to charge them all um so plugs i usually bring splitters as well yep uh, so that you can charge all your gadgets and that's also something really nice to have at the convention center yes because then you can share it with others and you will be the most popular person at that table. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. And of course, there are charging stations all over yep. the, the convention floor. But it is much easier to have your own yep. than your own. So be be um, careful of that. And ooh, one thing we should not forget. Some parts of the US, I've yet to find a pattern in this, don't very much like to have boarding cards and stuff on your phone. In Europe, we're so spoiled with yep. being able to check in and grab a di digital boarding card and stuff like that. That is might not necessarily be the case in the US. Yep. Might not. And again, it might work just fine. So our top tip here is make sure you have all your tickets, boarding cards, whatever you can think of. Confirmation for Ignite. Confirmation, confirmation for hotel. Nine yards printed out. Yep. It doesn't take any time. It doesn't take up any space, but boy, you're going to be very happy yep. when you need them. And while you're at it, make sure to take a photocopy of your, your passport. Yep. And of course, not the, the, the outside of the passport. <laughs> Nobody cares about that, <laughs> but the, the picture page. Yep. And I have a picture on my phone of my passport. Yep. And while it's not admissible as, as ID, it can serve to support your claims of who you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, another uh, good thing about having all your tickets printed mm -hmm. is, or would be, if you happen to run into the same situation as I did last year when my phone died. Yeah. 
Funny that the Microsoft phone died. We have at talked about this we for have. ten episodes of I the know. podcast. So I love move it. on. All right. Print it. It will help you. Yep. So getting on the flight, and this is just a, a personal opinion, I could not consider flying without my noise cancelling headsets. Nope. And there are actually cheap noise cancelling or cheapish cheaper, yeah. cheaper noise cancelling cancelling headsets that will do the job just fine in removing the the air the noises like yeah the, yeah, the, the, the base noise the, the base noise. vibrations and, yeah. and hums and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah and it's so worth it because yeah. you're you're going to get there slightly less concussed than yeah. you would otherwise and yeah. it, it's a good thing and of course if you're like me try to sleep maybe look at uh, investing in a good pillow yep it's always good for your neck yep so we have actually managed to get there yep we are standing on the concourse two very very confused swedes how do we get to the uh, the hotel i would suggest that you take a taxi a lift or an uber it's about 30 minutes from the airport to International Drive, I would say. So depending on where in Orlando you are staying, right. you need to look into that. But if you're staying at somewhere along the International Drive mm. or close to the convention center, it's a 30-minute cab ride or Lyft or Uber, and it will cost you somewhere around $45. Yeah, well-spent money. Yep. You don't have to lug your huge suitcases onto a bus. Yeah. But there are shuttles to some of the hotels. Yep. There are um, carpool sharing. There are buses. Limos. Sorry? Limos. Limo. <laughs> yeah, limos. If you want to get there in style, go with the limo. Yeah. One so one here. We, we need to do it one here. Yep. Yeah, of course. Um, but I, I would recommend, especially since we are arriving a, a bit later in the evening, um, I usually try to get away from the airport as, uh, airport as soon as possible to get to the hotel to go out, have something to eat, and then go to bed. And then crash, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my recommendation. Um, I love going with Lyfts and Uber because you can learn so much about the, the place where you have arrived to, that you have arrived to. Yeah, and I, I like the, the simplicity in the app. Yeah. Just order stuff, and it's easier to to know where you are, where you're going, and yeah. what and it's going to cost. Yeah, and we'll talk about this more in an upcoming episode as well. But yep. look, uh, when when we go around Orlando, or when we go around any city in in the US, in the UK as well, for the matter, look into Uber, look into Lyft, compare Lyft and Uber, because they they can vary quite heavily depending on the uh, time of the day, where you're going, and so on. Uh, according to drivers we talked to last year, um, shorter trips should be better with Lyft. Okay. Um, according to them. Yep. So compare Lyft and, and yep. Uber. And let's also be very clear. Most things are within walking distance from yep. International Drive and the Convention Center. Yep. Not all of them. No. Nope. But most of them. So again, shoes. Yep. All right. And, and talk, we're... We're getting back to this. The, it's more about how warm it is outside than if you feel unsafe or safe during international at the international drive. You can walk everywhere, and I felt completely safe during the l l last year's ignite in Orlando. That was a good point. Yeah. 
So we'll talk more about that in an upcoming episode. But if you ensure to have your visa, ESTA, passport, and so on ready done, a good bag, good shoes, power adapter, you'll be fine. Yeah, you're going to be pretty good to go. Cool. We're going to be back as soon as we can with another pre-episode. And that one's going to be on, on how to choose your sessions and where what to look for and yep. so on and so forth. So the session builder is live. We'll look into that and give you the best sessions. Yes, next we time. will. Okay. Thank you very much for listening and see you next time. Bye. Bye.